Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every week we'll be looking at a different bird and this week we'll be looking at the sensational missile thrush. The name missile thrush is directly related to its favourite choice of food, the mistletoe. Even its scientific name, Turdus ferociferus, means thrush that devours mistletoe. Unfortunately for the missile thrush, it has competition for this unusual crop, since we have built up many superstitions about not least regarding fertility, safety, prosperity, and a sophisticated equivalent of the kiss me quick hat at Christmas. Mistletoe is now becoming less common, and in the future we will no doubt be left to wonder how the missile thrush acquired its name. In some parts of the country, where mistletoe has always been uncommon, the missile thrush is known by a different name, the holm thrush. The word holm is derived from the Old English word holon, meaning holly, and indicates another of the missile thrush's favourite foods, the holly berry. The missile thrush begins nesting much earlier than most of their resident species, and it may be heard singing to establish its territory in the middle of winter, a peculiarity which has led the bird being known as the stormcock. It has been shown that individuals who defend a natural supply of food during the winter are more likely to have a successful breeding season than those that don't. Put simply, a cockbird singing above a fully laden holly tree is more likely to attract a partner than one that who isn't. The missile thrush is a bulky bird, larger and greyer than its cousin the song thrush. Some say it's untidier too, as its colouring looks a little unfinished compared to the sleek lines and neat clean plumage of the song thrush. Missile thrush have round black spots on their breast, while its belly is much paler than the rest of the body. The upper parts are grey-brown, and the underparts of the wing are white. The wing feathers have pale edges, which give the appearance of a pale patch on the wing when seen from a distance. Its flight pattern is another good indicator, as it tends to whisk along the treetop height, beating its wings strongly for a while, then stops beating and then settles for a brief glide, usually rattling.
As I've already mentioned, the missile thrush is sometimes known as the stormcock, as its distinctive call can be heard during even the most terrifying of storms, although it will happily sing in all weathers, even hard rain. Many of the birders I know think of the song of the missile thrush as a second-rate imitation of one of their finest native songsters, the blackbird. The voice of the two birds are alike, and many people mistake the two. If you're interested, the missile thrush's song is shorter and lacks the variety and bubbly sweetness of its more accomplished counterpart. But if you hear a loud, far-reaching song around Christmas and early January, it's almost certainly a missile thrush making it, as it's one of their earliest breeding birds. Blackbirds usually start tuning up later in the month. Missile thrush do make another sound when nervous or defending its territory or nest. It utters a distinctive alarm call, much like an old-style football rattle. When it comes to breeding, the female missile thrush builds the nest, normally in the fork of a tree or in a shrub, but sometimes even in garden walls. The nest is made up of many different materials, including earth, leaves, moss and grass. It's a neat cup-shaped construction, although rather bulky. The smooth, glossy, pale blue eggs have a reddish-brown spot and the female will produce between three and six eggs per clutch. A pair will look to have two clutches spread out between February and May. The female incubates the eggs by herself, but after the young hatch, they're fed by both parents. When it comes to feeding, missile thrushes visit gardens occasionally, but more often see on the top of a nearby tree or a TV aerial, or flying overhead. They are a bird that generally prefers to feed in open spaces, so are more likely to venture into larger rather than small gardens, either individually or in small groups. They will never use a feeder and rarely use a bird table. Missile thrushes prefer their food fed to them directly on the ground or in a ground feeder tray, but only if there's suitable food to tempt them. In the wild, missile thrushes feed on snails, worms, insects, ant, larvae, fruit, and some seeds and berries. That's a specialist diet, similar to robins and blackbirds, so they will adore Peter and Paul in full song. This will give missile thrushes everything they need to survive the harsh winter months, while supplying them with a more complete style of diet. Now we've all got a garden bird favourite, haven't we? And for a lot of people, that bird would be the robin. You might even buy live or dried mealworm as a treat for your special robin friend. It's a lovely thing to do, and I'd never discourage anyone from doing it. But robins are omnivores. They do have an insect portion of their diet, but they also require fruit and seeds as part of a balanced diet. So if you want to keep your robin fit and healthy, you should be making sure you're feeding everything a robin needs. And that will be Peter and Paul in full song.
And if you do feed Peter and Paul in full song, you won't just be helping your robin, but a whole host of other wonderful songbirds in your garden. Blackbirds, song thrush, dunnock, and of course missile thrushes, to name but a few. This mix can be fed all year round, from a bird table or from the ground, and is packed full of succulent fruit, dried mealworm, pinhead oatmeal, peanut granules, and of course the plumpest sunflower hearts. You might well think it's a blend of fruit and nut muesli for birds, and indeed it comes very, very close. Like all Peter and Paul mixes, In Full Song has added Nutravio, a natural seed coating, which is not only a fantastic energy source, but also inhibits bacterial growth, so it can help prevent birds from picking up common bugs, like Salmonella and E. coli. It has also been created to provide your garden birds with a more complete style of meal, and that could be the difference for your birds just surviving in your garden and thriving. Just getting back to missile thrushes, in years where berries are in short supply in the countryside, they're more likely to show up in your garden. So be sure to put food out, especially in severe winter weather, and keep an eye out for them. If you can, you should plant berry-producing shrubs to attract missile and other thrushes. And if your garden or hedge has hawthorn, try not to prune it unless you have to, so it can supply a bumper crop of juicy berries. Whilst we're talking about the diet of a missile thrush, you should know that missile thrushes do have a dark little secret. Although rare, they have been known to take the odd nestling of other birds. Shush. Don't tell anyone, they could do without the same bad press that plagues the magpie. Now missile thrushes are not particularly migratory, although some Scottish birds may overwinter in Ireland, or move to southern England, possibly even France. Similarly, a few of our overwintering missile thrush each year head off to Scandinavia during the late spring and early summer to breed. Now the British missile thrush population has declined for some years. Because of this, it's on the amber list of birds of particular conservation concern. Research by the British Trust for Ornithology has shown a population fall of 35% in the last 25 years, down from 300,000 to 200,000 breeding pairs. All the more reason to feed them right in our gardens. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after missile thrushes and other garden birds by providing a wildlife friendly garden that includes water and having the very very best food available for them, foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores. And the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well, that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this look at missile thrushes. For further birds, please continue to check out the stream, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.